Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to Baldy's Breakdowns, getting ready for the 2023 NFL Draft. And I'm going to talk about the wide receiver class. Now, some years in the wide receiver class, you get Jamar Chase. Some years you get Justin Jefferson. And they step on an NFL field and they dominate the NFL from day one. I don't believe that this class is built like that. I don't think there's a guy like Jamar or Justin in this draft. That's not to say it's not a good class. It's a good class, but it's a different kind of class. If you're looking for smaller, speedy slot receivers, they're full of them. They're everywhere. But I don't think we're going to see teams clawing, you know, to get up, to move up, to draft some of these wide receivers. Um, it's It's got a lot of depth to it. It's got a lot of good players. I don't know that it has great players. Um, for example, my, my favorite receiver in this draft is Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State. Um, and, and, you know, look, he, he played two games this year. 
They had a, a nagging hamstring injury, knocked him out a lot of games. But if you go back to 2021, you know, now look, C.J. Stroud is there and Garrison Wilson, uh, Garrett Wilson is there, who's now the offensive player of the year from the Jets. Like he was as good as anybody there, including Marvin Harrison, who if he came out of this draft at Ohio State would be the the the, the flat out number one uh, wide receiver taken, probably a top five pick. He's just that good. But Jackson Smith and Jigba is really good. Um, his year in 2021, like he had 1,600 yards receiving. He had 17 yards of catch. He had 95 catches. Okay, like he was a router. He's uh, six. He's a little bit bigger than most of these receivers in the draft. He's every bit of six foot. He's uh, almost 200 pounds, so he's built pretty sturdy. He ran a four-five-two, which isn't elite, but it's not bad. You know, I mean, um, I just give you some, you know, just some reference. Uh, Devonte Adams, when he was coming out of Fresno State in 2014, he ran a four-five-six. And he's best receiver in football. So, you know, four, five, two, you're fine because of the, his ability to change directions, change speeds, come out of his breaks, the way he catches the ball with his hands. Um, you know, he, uh, to me, I think he's going to be the first receiver taken. Now, where that is, could Chicago take him at number nine? It's possible. Possible. They got to keep building around Justin Fields. I believe, you know, Darnell Mooney was the number one last year and he got hurt. They traded for a receiver for Pittsburgh and he's not a number one. Like they need help. Like I could see him going number nine to the Chicago Bears. I, I could pop, I can't see him going any earlier than that to anybody. Um, the Raiders are in good shape. I, I, I think that's the earliest a wide receiver could go right now would be nine to Chicago, but Tennessee badly needs a wide receiver. They didn't have anything last year. They drafted a receiver, you know, number one, he, 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 you know, maybe he develops this year, but there's no A.J. Brown on that roster, and they need a guy like that. Um, so I could see Jackson Smith and Jigba, uh, JSN. I could see him going to Chicago or to Tennessee or possibly to New England. I think those are all – wide receiver needy teams, um, teams that need to make a splash, I think, at that position. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba is a little bit b better than all these other receivers. However, the guy that I would put closest to him right now, simply because of his size, is simply because this isn't a draft full of big X receivers like a DK Metcalf or an A.J. Brown or guys that truly – you just put, you know, Julio Jones, you put on one side of the field and you let him go to work against the best corner. Like the one guy that's like that in this draft is Quinton Johnston at a TCU because he's over six foot three. He's over 210 pounds. He ran a four or five, but he's got a 40 and a half inch vertical jump. And if you want a guy that just can run go routes and win contested balls and a, is a red zone threat, Quinton Johnston is just that. Like if you watch him, in his final game against Michigan, the game that they won, or his second, I mean, not his final, but uh, the, the semifinal game against Michigan this year in the playoffs, like he catches a Jerry Rice five-yard shell across, and he takes it and makes a house call and just runs by everybody at Michigan. And that's D.J. Turner out there. I mean, they, they got real speed on that defense. He ran by everybody. 
you know, 70 yards for a touchdown. He has that type of wingspan. He has he was the team captain. Um, he caught he had a breakout season this year, you know, but so did TCU. You know, TCU had a breakout season, obviously. Coaching change. Max Duggan had a great year. Um, playoff win against Michigan. I mean, it was the year of the frogs. But Quinton Johnson, you know, I was talking to um one of the one of the best scouts I know in this whole industry last night. And he was like, Baldy, it's like the uh, you know, it's the it's the year of the like this, not the smart, but it's the year of the the small receiver. And it is, except for Quinton Johnson. Like he's the guy that you could put out there and just let him go, you know, run go routes, comebacks, back shoulder fade routes, you know, that are very prominent with big receivers in this league, big catch radius. There's a lot of things you can do with Quentin Johnson while he learns to run the full route tree. Like I remember when DK Metcalf came out of Mississippi and he was the 60th pick in the draft at the bottom of the second round by Seattle. And I remember talking to Russell Wilson his rookie year. He goes, Baldy, we ourselves a superstar. And they do. He goes, and and all of the limitations people wanted to put on DK went away very quickly with his work ethic his athletic ability, he learned to run all the the routes, stutter and goes, the double moves, um, the in cuts. Like he, he's good. He's good at all of them, and he's a handful. Um, I feel like Quinton is the, now he can't run like DK ran. Ran DK ran at an elite level, but he can run. He, he runs well enough, and he's just big enough and you know long enough that he he if somebody wants. An X receiver like Dallas, you know, pick number 26. Um, Dallas has CD Lamb, they got Brandon Cooks, they got guys you can move around, put in places. But if you just wanted that Michael Irvin out there, you know, just to go out there and nail down that position, Dallas becomes a better team, especially if Mike McCarthy's running the offense now and he's going to run a true West Coast offense where you got the X, the Z, you know, you got the slot, um, you know, CD is your Z and you got your Y and you got your X. Well, okay. Who's the X? Well, the X would be Quinton. So, like, I, I can't see him falling past Dallas at 26. But I can see Minnesota needs a wide receiver. They lost Adam Thielen. Somebody opposite Justin Jefferson, who they love to move around, put in motion in the slot, move him around to match him up. Like, to have a big guy with speed, you know, along with, you know, Osborne that they have, that'd be pretty dynamic you know, to make that offense really, really good. Seattle um, could use a third guy for sure. Um, uh, Lockett is really good. DK, obviously. Those are teams I could see. I feel like Pittsburgh is out of the market in the first round because of what they got last year. At, you know, and so uh, those are some some teams I think that would be good fits. Uh, Green Bay also is in the wide receiver market. I mean, if you look at what Jordan Love is to work with right now, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, and no tight end. I feel like they need a tight end. We'll probably put a tight end there when we talk about the tight ends. But, boy, they could use some help at wide receiver too. Like help Jordan Love out. Give him a chance to be successful. Um, I don't want to leave them out. And then my next favorite receiver is Zay Flowers. And here's where we get into – or I'm sorry. My next favorite receiver is Jordan Addison, number three. So Jordan Addison – had a monster year at Pitt in 2021 with Kenny Pickett there. And he caught a hundred balls. 
1,600 yards, 17 touchdowns. He was unreal. Went in the transfer portal when Kenny Pickett got drafted, and he followed you know Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley to USC, and he had a good year at USC. But you know it was you know he missed some games with a bad ankle. Um, you know, so here's here's what you get though. You get a guy who's 5'11", he's 173 pounds, ran a 4.4940. Like he's, you know, he's narrow, he's slim, he's a tremendous route runner. You want to run the whip routes, double moves, stick nods, like all these terminology, you know, routes. He can run them. He, he's really good. He's he's clever. He's a good. He's he's just a good route runner. And he's, you know, some people feel like Jordan right now is the best receiver in this draft. Okay. He can be, and he might be, but you're getting a smaller guy. And is that a concern um, going up against Sauce Gardner and some of these corners in this league that can just swallow you up? Uh, that's the one knock is just his size. But still, there's a lot of places Jordan Addison can go. I mean, you go off his 2021 tape at Pitt, and you know he was about as good as anybody in the country. Him and Jackson Smith and Jigba, the two of them were dynamic that year. Um, could Buffalo enter the wide receiver room? Um, they certainly look like outside of Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis fell off. That Isaiah Hodgkins is is uh, Isaiah, Isaiah McKenzie is gone. Like I feel like Josh Allen needs a threat. Um, Jordan Addison fits the bill. He can play the slot. He can play outside. They can stack them with you know Stephon Diggs. Like, that would make a lot of sense. Dallas certainly is in the market um, for a wide receiver, a playmaker. He could be that guy. Um, I like Jordan Addison. I like him a lot. I interviewed him a couple weeks ago at the NFL Networks. Good kid. Taught me, uh, walked me through a whip route, what all the things that he thinks about. He's a, he's a router. He's a good route runner. And, you know, some of these kids, like, in order to be a good route runner, you've got to be able to change directions without losing speed. You watch Justin Jefferson run routes. He's a freak. He was coming out of LSU. How, you know, um, and he is in the NFL. He's got, you know, Justin has a plan to get open. He's got a plan after the catch. And I feel like Jordan's a lot like that. Like he's got, he's got two plans, plan to get open, a plan after. Survivor 46 is here. And so is on fire. The only official survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Good catch. Um, my next favorite receiver is Zay Flowers from Boston College. Um, but he's, he falls in that category. He's 5'9", 182 pounds. He looks like he's a pure slot receiver. Now, Steve Smith, senior, works for us at the NFL Network, um, getting Hall of Fame mention right now, 
an elite player coming out of Utah State, similar size, you know, 5'10", 185 pounds, ran well, had a phenomenal career with the Carolina Panthers and the Boston and the Baltimore Ravens. He worked out with them at his pro day, and Steve Smith Sr. loved him. Uh, he is a great route runner. He's scrappy. He has, like, this creativeness to his routes that's just fun to watch. Button hooks and go, like – you you like he just is creative. Like he's the thing is when they, you talk about these route runners, like Zay Flowers, they know they got to figure out a way to separate because he's five foot nine, so he's got to make it easy for his quarterback. So he has this creative uh, plan. Almost every time you want run and watch him a route, whether he's outside, inside, in motion, like and he's got feet that remind you of Cardarius Tony. So. When Cardarius came out of Florida, I mean, there was very few people that came out of college that could stop and start like Cardarius Tony. Kansas City's finding that out now. Um, Zay Flowers has a lot of Cardarius in him. So there's a, if you're looking like Buffalo needs a slot receiver, okay, um, he'd be perfect in the slot in Buffalo. Like his ability to run all the routes in there, his toughness in there, like, he, he could really – he could fit that bill in Buffalo big time. If you're looking – like, that's what, you know, Kenny Lockett is in Seattle. <clears throat> you know, very similar type player. Uh, Flowers isn't quite as big as, as, as Lockett, but he's got all that type of ability. My fifth pick is Jalen Hyatt at a Tennessee. And really, Jalen Hyatt is is kind of a, an outlier in this whole draft. Because when you watch him, like his – Flat line speed, um, go watch him against Alabama, just run right by Alabama time and time again in that shocking upset against the Tide this year. Uh, Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee is, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's six, he's six foot, he's 175 pounds, you know, he's this big, kind of reminds me of Devontae Smith in Philadelphia. He, he runs in the low four fours. Um, he, he jumped out of a gym. He had 40 inch vertical, so he plays even taller than his, Six foot. Um, he broad jumped 11 3, kind of freak type jump. Um, he ran a one five short shuttle, which is which is really good. I mean, it's it's not freakish elite, but it's very good. Um, he he had a breakout season this year. Uh 67 catches, 15 touchdowns, led college football with touchdown catches, and most of them were just run the go route. You run them just you see them just um Guys would give him a cushion of 10 yards, and in four steps, he just sucked up the cushion. He's stepping on their toes in four steps. Like, he's got this – he reminds me, honestly, of uh, the way his stride is, he reminds me of Deshaun Jackson. Like, he's got that type of stride. Um, now, Deshaun maintained his speed for 13 years in this league. Um, I don't know. Maybe Jerry Rice is the only guy to have more 50-yard plays in their history of their career than Deshaun. Deshaun was a home run hitter, but, but Jalen Hyatt has that in him. He's just, you know, he's just like Deshaun, like Deshaun Jackson played 13 years, never gained one pound. He was as big coming out of Cal Berkeley. Um, day one is, you know, wherever the last team was that he played. Um, same thing, Baltimore, wherever his last team was. That That's my top five, but I just want to mention some other players because like, if you go, okay, what about Josh Downs at North Carolina? 
Like Josh Downs, um, just like he's 5'9", 170 pounds. And you watch him, he's a slot receiver at North Carolina. Now, with Sam Howell two years ago, elite numbers, still good numbers this year. But, you know, Josh Downs is a great route runner. I mean, great. He can run every route that Zay Flowers can run, that Jackson Smith and Jigba can run, that uh, Jordan Addison can run. You can make the, the debate that Josh Downs is as good as Jordan Addison. You know, you're just getting another guy that's <clears throat> diminutive, looks like a slot receiver, going up against the elite corners and big corners in this league right now. Um, and you just keep throwing Sauce Gardner out there. Like, are they going to get swallowed up? You know, like Elijah Moore did. Elijah Moore was second-round pick out of, you know, Ole Miss, went to the Jets, didn't do much in two years. Now they had quarterback issues. Maybe it'll be better in his new place. But five-foot-nine receivers – like, you better have a true slot position available, okay, for those guys to flourish. You know, Buffalo had that for a long time. Um, but you better have that position as as a big part of your offense. Because, honestly, if, if you're in Kansas City, like, you could put, you know, Travis Kelsey in the slot. He's your slot receiver. You know, C.D. Lamb could go into the slot in Dallas, and he's as good as anybody. Like, you can – Justin Jefferson goes in the slot. So there's a lot of teams that just move their elite stars around and put them in the slot to run these routes. So then you're saying, okay, so where's Josh Downs, you know, Zay Flowers? Where are these guys going to go if they go to a team like that? Like it, it's something that you have to consider when you draft these guys and why a lot of these guys might fall to the second round. Like I don't know how many guys are going to be first-round picks. So I think you can get a lot of these guys in the second round. You you know, Marvin Mims in Oklahoma, you know, another diminutive guy. Just the way, say, you know, um, Hollywood Brown is a diminutive guy. First-round pick at a Baltimore, you know, from Baltimore at Oklahoma, 5'9", 170 pounds, you know, was a flyer in the four threes. And he had some moments in the league, but, you know, he's been traded, didn't do much in Arizona. You know, he's, he's a great kid, really fast, still really fast. Um, but you know, is he lighting the league on fire? Not really. And so I feel like the size at the wide receiver position is just not what you're looking for. When we saw, you know, Jamar come in at six, one and just a stud and Justin Jefferson coming in at six, two and just a stud size, strength, route running, just a dog, you know, like double them, split them, split double teams, run through brackets, like, you know, separate like the wind. Like, I, you got some of that here. I just don't feel like it's the best draft for wide receivers, although it's a talented group. But I think it's a group. And if you talk to any real, you know, Zach, uh, you know, draft aficionado that really does this, you know, accurately every year, they're, they're having a hard time right now separating them and stacking them one through five, one through seven. Um, and if you talk to five different guys, you might get five different answers. And so that's just uh, that's just where they're at right now. But I've mentioned a lot of teams that are certainly uh, wide receiver needy, you know, starting really you could say uh, Seattle is certainly in that category, Chicago, um, Tennessee for sure. Uh, I don't believe the Jets are based on what they have picked up this offseason. But Green Bay for sure. Um, 
you know, I think Seattle's in, in the market. The Los Angeles Chargers could certainly, you know, with um, with their Keenan Allen just getting long in the tooth, they, they could restock the shell for Justin Herbert. You know, picking at number 21, um, I could see Jordan Addison or Jackson Smith and Jigba if they're around, or even Zay Flowers. I could see them landing with the Chargers with the 21st pick just because I feel like they, they should keep building around Justin and adding, you know, an elite receiver would really help. 